0: Alrighty everyone, welcome to the Doubt Every Thought podcast, where we help people across the earth realize how easy it is to return to God by forgiving, praying morning and night, and doubting every thought. I'm Jacob Rucker, and welcome to the beginning of a new reality now. Okay, and we are live. So, welcome to episode number three of the Doubt Every Thought podcast. It's all about waking up. So, I'm Jacob. Uh, Today, there's I think we have one, two, three, about four sections here. Hopefully they only go for five to 10 minutes. I will be covering what this podcast is about, you know, what happens when you actually wake up. Uh, We're gonna look at some clips from Jesse Lee Peterson and we'll talk about the biblical questions. So if you're looking for some peace and some conversation, you've come to the right spot. So let's get this party started. Alrighty, excellent transition music. So part one, what is this show about? So let me just give some context. Uh, You know, when I returned to God, it blew my mind how simple it was, like how simple the steps were. And it got to the point where I couldn't actually believe it was that easy. And I'm just trying to disseminate and talk with people, hear about their experiences, about how they returned to God. And it's really by doing it uh, by three simple things. So before I go into that, you know, this isn't me making it up. I actually got this information from two great individuals that I want to share. Uh, one person, his name's Roy Masters. Uh, he's the founder of the Foundation for Human Understanding. And, you know, for over 53 years, I'm trying to read this from uh, little notes, he's been giving, giving some support uh, for anyone searching for personal and spiritual guidance for 53 years. You know, he has an advice line that's Broadcast nationwide has 190 channels. What else is here? 22 books, a wide range of subjects from Christianity, health, parenting, religion, sex, and stress. And that sounds like all you need to talk about. (laughs) You know, he's he is 92 years old and he's still going strong. And actually, right now he is currently in Salem, Oregon, and he still has his own services. So I'll have to go up there and meet with him. So if you You know you're hearing from the doubt every thought podcast, but you want to learn more about this. I mean, just look up Roy Masters. He has guided prayers, conversations with others, uh, really good content. Uh, The other person that's made a huge impact on this podcast is Jesse Lee Peterson. Uh, He's black, so he grew up on a plantation in Alabama uh, under Jim Crow laws, and he came to California at 18, started his own business. He founded um, Bond, which is Brotherhood Organization for a New Destiny. And the the kind of tagline is Rebuilding the family by rebuilding the man Uh, And he's been doing it for over 30 years That's as old as I am You know, he counsels young and old, man, woman Uh, He has a show that he hosts Monday through Friday He has a church on Sunday that I highly recommend going to Uh, If you're interested in that, rebuildingtheman.com You can get all the details there Uh, He also has men's and women's forms And even an entrepreneurship academy I'd forgotten about that He's amazing. So, you know, check out his, uh, his website, rebuildingtheman.com, um, or you can even check out his silent prayer. It's called silentprayer.video. He also has some really good books. They're really simple ones. Uh, the one I really like is The Seven Guaranteed Steps to Spiritual, Family, and Financial Success. So, what this podcast is about is based upon their foundation, but all we're doing is just pointing you back to God. You know, it's not about worshiping them or thinking they're the end all be all. They're just guys who are able to talk about things. So I've got a lot of clips and content from them. And that is going to be one part of the podcast. The other part is really just to talk about the simplicity of returning to God. When you think about returning to God, it's a lot of physical things where you, you know, you can go and get baptized or you have to do, I think, like in Islam, it's like five prayers a day. Or something special in Judaism. I'm sure Hindu has its own things too. I've always noticed that when I talk with people who are working on these things and I ask them, do you have peace? Some of them think they got it, but then you notice that they have still have anger and they don't seem like a son of God. And it really confused me. You know, everyone says, this is the path. I go try to follow the path and I still would have anger, resentment, judgment, hate, all those things. And it never really worked out and so once I found Jesse Lee Peterson on uh, get a job so that's on YouTube type in get a job you can watch uh, you can watch the really fun savage moment videos uh, Jesse was just like it's three simple steps I went and did them and somehow I was reborn of the spirit and so why not talk about it with others because if it's that simple I highly recommend doing it so yeah three simple steps that we always talk about the first one Forgive your parents, particularly your mother, for making you resent them. Uh, The second step is the silent prayer, which you do morning and night. You know, you sit there quietly and observe your thoughts. Your eyes will be closed. We talk about that. And then the third thing, which is obviously the name of the podcast, is doubt every thought, because thoughts are not your own. You know, when you were a child, you weren't thinking, but when you broke away from God, and usually it's caused from trauma or resentment of your parents, um that's when you begin to believe the thoughts are you with all that being said those are the key topics there's so many people out there that are wonderful and we'll be able to talk with them about their own experiences too you know the whole goal of this is that i just want to break down this barrier that people tend to see between the physical world and the spiritual world you know religious and spiritual life and real life you know and actually bring some spiritual sense to this fallen world so with all that being said that's what the podcast is about and it's going to be fun we're going to keep on improving it we're going to find some really cool people we may even talk about personal struggles and growth but just wanted to give some context so if all that sounds interesting to you or you may even have your own experiences and stories i'll love to hear about them so without further ado let's just move on to part two All righty, so we're back. So part two is talking about what happens after you wake up. And this is assuming that you've completed the three simple tasks, right? You went to your parents and forgave them. You're doing the silent prayer every morning and every night. And then the um, last component, of course, is you're doubting every thought that is appearing in your mind. You're just observing what's happening. So, assuming that those three things happen, what you'd perceive as maybe good and bad things, uh, in reality, they're just things that are happening. And if you just take it all with a grain of salt, you'll see how wonderful your life can become. Uh, as Jesse Lee Peterson would say, "You ain't seen nothing yet, buddy." <laughs> I love, I love, I love his sayings. So, let's talk about some of the cool things. And one of the key things uh, that happens when you wake up is that. You will actually experience peace. So it's when you wake up. It's not that you're actually, um, you know, becoming good or becoming bad or having only positive thoughts or negative thoughts. Um, you're actually, if you think about it on a axis, you know, where positive is happy, negative is sad and you know depression, anxiety. When you return to God and have done those three steps and are doing the silent prayer and you're out of your head you're not focused on those thoughts you're really at zero you're not experiencing happiness or sadness you're not up and down all over the place and you're able to see and you're in the present moment you know you're not in the past wondering about all the mistakes that you perceive that you made you're not concerned about the future all that you have in front of you is what's in front of you and you're out of your head you're not in your imagination it's a wonderful thing And for those who haven't experienced it before, I highly recommend it Uh, for those who think they've experienced it, but it isn't consistent, then you really haven't experienced true peace because it's an imitation. That's one thing Satan can kind of do is I think there's a common saying, you know, that Satan can, um, he can quote scripture. And it's similarly where Satan can give you the appearance of having peace this temporary reprieve where you think that things are calm and collected. Uh, and he'll do that as an imitation so that you believe the thoughts to say, oh, I'm in peace. When in reality, if you haven't done those three steps of forgiveness, silent prayer, and doubting every thought, then you're not really there. So it's this everlasting peace that you f- you, know, you feel and you go through. And it's not really even feeling it. It's just a knowing. Uh, the other beneficial thing about it is you really begin to see clearly what life is. Um, There's a common saying that says the world is of the Old Testament and the world within is of the New Testament. You know, there's a lot of crazy things happening in this world these days. It's becoming more and more apparent. It's kind of like the whole Sodom and Gomorrah story where everyone is just losing their minds, sexual impropriety, just lying to themselves, to others. It's crazy. Uh, But the world within is extremely peaceful and that's the thing that happens is you begin to feel like you have this shield or armor And you're just going about your day Things don't really bother you things that used to bother you no longer bother you anymore And a lot of the You know unrighteousness that you used to do you no longer do You know if you used to watch pornography all the time and you just continue with the silent prayer You just watch yourself. Maybe you slip up from time to time within a few months to a year Again, don't don't put a timeline on it, I can't, you know, no guarantees, <laughs> but w- within a certain period of time, all of a sudden you'll find you don't have the pull to seek that potential fulfillment. Uh, it could be food, it could be your career, it could be sex, it could be women, uh, all these different gods that you had before to make up for your missing father is no longer needed and it's just wiped away. You don't have to like work really hard at it. It's not you doing anything. It's God doing it for you on your behalf. Just imagine that, you know, you're just relaxing, you're doing good work, you're living in the present moment. I mean, this it's a wonderful way to live. So those are kind of some of the positive things I wanted to talk about. At least perceive positive things. One of the other amazing things too is that when you wake up, it's 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 a great reveal for what the people around you actually are when you actually wake up many people who you thought were your friends were friends out of convenience they weren't actually your friends and it's one of the interesting things i thought was initially scary where you start talking about uh, abortion you're like no you know abortion is murder that seems pretty obvious um and then all of a sudden you get this huge flashback you know you get you get people who you thought were your friends, all of a sudden, treating you like you are some sort of um, religious nutcase. And you know, maybe they got something there. (laughs) But at the same time, you'll begin to notice like how, um, just like how the unrighteousness that you used to do, whether it was drugs, alcohol, sex, all material things, um, they were kind of wiped away. (laughs) In a similar fashion, the people who you thought were your friends will slowly uh, ghost you or will slowly break away from you or maybe even violently not physically, but they'll say oh you are a uh, Racist. Oh, you are a sexist. You're a homophobe They'll just put a label on you and then they'll kind of do a, a Michael Jordan fade away And then all of a sudden you don't really have any more Quote-unquote friends and that was a fascinating experience for me going through that you there's this feeling of loneliness where if you believe the thoughts Yes, you do feel alone, but when you actually realize that you're never alone and that your Father God is always with you and your brother Jesus is kind of right next to you, hanging with you, just waiting for you to wake up, once you have that kind of switch, which you don't do alone, it's either you follow Satan or God, but once that switch happens, you're okay with being alone. You're okay with enjoying your time by yourself, and it leaves this space so that you're able to Uh, have other people fulfill them in your life or experiences or to have God fulfill it for you. And I don't mean like, you know, okay, I lose 20 friends out of my 25, so therefore God will give me 20 more friends. It's not a uh, physical transaction. It's a spiritual thing. So those were just kind of the basics that I went through when I was starting to wake up. Um, You may, one of the other things too is uh, when you're reborn, And You don't have anger anymore and you're doing the silent prayer and you're taking it one day at a time You will find that you have a new family, you know, you're reborn into God's family and That's really interesting to me because uh, it's no longer about bloodlines It's more about the spiritual lines and it really does feel like you're returning to a family of God and those who are awake with you you'll know. know you'll intuitively know it's not this thinking process like oh this person's a Catholic and this one's a Protestant and this one's a I don't know a Baptist, you know, you're, you're not um, You're not looking for a certain sects of people you're looking for their spiritualness and it's not even you looking It's just this connection that will happen and if you just keep going with the silent prayer keep doubting all those thoughts and Realize that you know, the sin is not your own. The anger is not your own. You'll be in an amazing spot and Again, just to close this off, like JLP says, you ain't seen nothing yet, man. It's it's day by day, week by week. You're just living in the present moment. You know, it's going to be amazing to see where your life is, but you are the one who has to take that first step and go and forgive. So anyways, I just thought it'd be kind of helpful to know, you know, what does it, you know, what actually happens after you wake up? It's one of those things where the promised land is there, but it's, it's literally right here. So anyways, That's just, you know, part two, wanted to talk about what happens after you wake up, both the positives and negatives, but it's all good in God's eyes. And I can't wait to talk about the third section, which is, um, I think it's gonna be the JLP clips that I have. Um, I'll probably put that together in a little bit. And then we'll also cover the fourth one, uh, which will be about the biblical question from uh, Jesse Peterson's podcast. Okay, and we are back in live for part number three of episode three of the Doubt Every Thought podcast. Uh, in this particular section, we're going to cover two clips from YouTube from the Jesse Lee Peterson show. Um, it's also from one of his um, church services. Uh, they're very short, uh, just some background on JLP. You know, he's from the South, he was raised on a plantation, and for the past 30 years, He's uh, run Bond, which is Brotherhood Organization for a New Destiny. And it's up in Los Angeles. It's a great spot. I've gone there multiple times. A lot of good people there. Um, And he's really provided us some guidance here. He's also, sorry, a pastor um, as a part of the church. And so the two clips that I have, uh, one of them is about um, what you should never, ever, 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 but never care about in life. And it's very short, it's one minute long. And the other one is talking about the men's forum with his experts, so that'd be uh, with Hake, Joel, um, and Nick. Nick, get the phone. So anyways, let's play this first clip. I think I'll play it through all the way so we don't have to deal with interruptions. And then I'll be able to give some comments and then we can talk about the second section. So here we go.
1: One thing I do want to tell you, is never ever ever never all of you never ever ever never never ever ever never never but ever not one I older or ever care about somebody's feelings Because <laughs> in your heart you know you're just speaking the truth and a perfect heart is full of love God's love and if you're telling the truth and they get mad or they don't like oh you hurt my feelings that's on them. Because that's a weak beta person. And there's nothing you can do about it. And if you give in to the feelings, they're going to control you. As long as you know in your heart, you're not trying to hurt, you're just telling the truth, that's on them. Because they're trying to control us now with words saying, you can't hurt her feelings or his feelings. I don't care about your feelings. My grandmother said, oh, you going to do that. you going to school. They don't care about your feeling. They care about what is right.
0: So it's a pretty short clip. I think it was a a good one. Uh, When he talks about never caring about other people's feelings, what I particularly enjoyed about this is it helps you realize that the person expressing the feelings, the one who is um, acting outraged or love-bombing you or saying you're great or saying you're evil, it's not really them saying it. It's the spirit within them that is saying it. So if I, as an individual, engage with someone emotionally and start dealing with, all their ups and downs and how they're trying to pull me one way or another way you're actually not interacting with that particular person you're acting um i guess you're really interacting with the spirit that is within that person and the more you begin to do the silent prayer and the more uh, you begin to live in god's light you really begin to see that within every person they're born perfect but then there's this sin that they were born with you know which came from the mother uh, which goes all the way back to Adam and Eve where Adam believed the lie from Eve. And then from there, you know, God got really was just like, what are you doing? So I know that's the first part. I found that really interesting because when you see emotional people and you're an awakened person, you know, you see things from a very peaceful perspective. You see and watch them. And kind of like I mentioned earlier, you can actually kind of understand what that spirit is doing inside that person. And... You know it's not judgment it's just uh discernment so that's the first clip i had uh the second clip we have here is related to the what is it the men's form that happens every month up in jesse lee pearson's church it's a private form you know nothing is shared once you leave it's extremely confidential and it's a great time for men to really awaken together and realize that it's our job to begin to lead because right now uh There aren't many men who are uh, leading in society which is why you see so many of these ailments so much uh sin and lust and really just anything that is going wrong is because the man has decided to be beneath the woman instead of leading so let's listen to this clip it's uh three minutes long and it has uh, jesse again but he has his four experts or three experts he has nick get the phones he has the hake from the hake report and joelle who is uh, the gifted at dance? So let's play this clip, and I can quickly comment on it.
1: All the guys that were at the media last night, the men's forum. Without going into detail or what we talked about, what did you think of it, Jake?
0: Your it, impression of
1: it? It was so I don't know. It was good. I love. I always love the men's forums. Yeah. They're almost always like the highlight of the month or yeah so i always love them and this one was even even for a men's form it was great like it was it was like one of the top what were your impression
2: it beautiful you were there last night
1: perfect and
2: inspirational how like honest the men were yeah and how you dealt with it and what can i say it was like inspiring
0: so i'm gonna cut it off right there one great thing about this men's form is it's a bunch of guys hanging out and talking to each other about the challenges we face. And I think that's one thing that's important is, yes, you wanna talk about your problems in society, but you need to realize that it's a spiritual battle of good versus evil. And so society tends to tell us to talk about our problems with other people, in our relationships, in our friendships, Um, and there is a time and place. But there's a really good way to do this, and if you, if you think about a standard military structure um, the subordinates you know if you're the commander and your subordinates are beneath you you do not complain to them you do not uh, vent to them about your insecurities or your problems it's your job to be able to lead and leaders don't complain what, the way I kind of look at it is that you um, you lead downward and you complain upwards so the man's connected to God so it's God in Christ Christ and man man over woman and woman over children So in that same structure, the man shouldn't be complaining downward because that inverts the spiritual order. And similarly, the man can complain upwards, but he really should be following the guidance of um, his father. You know, Jesus is kind of like the brother who's maybe above you to the right, and then you're more connected to God. But that's the general structure uh, that I found has worked. And that when it doesn't work, yeah, in the short term, uh, it may look okay, but in the long term, the family unit is uh, being subverted and destroyed. So that's just some quick comments, and I think we're gonna get into uh, Joel, which was why I wanted to play this clip. So here we go.
2: Amazing. Joel, your impression? Um, am I able to say like with the overall theme that I learned from, or?
1: Yeah, no. without
2: getting into detail, absolutely. Yeah. what you learn from it? How important it is that, to realize that you're just nothing. <laughs> just to be nothing you're really nothing there's nothing you can do i think there's like a temptation to want to feel like you can do something in order to change yes and it
0: so i wanted to pause it right there where joelle made a great point and it's that we're really nothing when we think we are something that's when we begin to act like we are god in a way where we think we know it's best we think we know it's right and we think we know what's wrong. it's wrong it's when you are looking out into the world believing that you are the one who can do the judgment or follow through on an action the real realization there is that it's not you who's thinking that it's actually you just believing the thoughts that are telling you that and those thoughts are sourced from satan you know i guess the fallen son of god or something so the key thing there is that once you realize you're nothing and you begin to realize that the light that is flowing through you and the love that is flowing through you is coming from God, there's this very large burden that gets lifted from you because it's no longer about me doing something. Or when I'm talking to somebody and they say, oh, that's a great insight. Or they say, oh, I think you're an idiot. Either way, it's, it's not coming from me. The, the source and the truth and the light is coming through me to everyone around me when you are following God. So that was kind of the first thing. Uh, let's see what else Joel's got. He's a wealth of knowledge man.
2: And it's so hard to accept that you can't do anything. Here. you feel like you're just like um helpless. So it's like when you but when you realize that, you know, that's a good place to be as nothing, then you can, you know, kinda of accept it more, but it still sucks. <laughs>
0: <laughs> good old Joel. Let's let's finish this up and then uh, we can move on to part four. One sec.
2: It hit me when you said that nothing is a good place to be. Yeah, It like hit me so hard because I, I was like, oh my God, that's a good thing.
0: You know, Nick is making a good point that it's very uh, counterintuitive when you wake up. Uh, the The way you can kind of see it is that up to waking up, you've been living in an inverted spiritual order. And then once you wake up, everything seems backwards. You know, once you realize that you're nothing and you let go, Normally that assumes this depressive, uh, nihilistic attitude. You know, oh, if I'm nothing, then uh, why does anything matter? It's, It's. I, I used to think that. I used to believe those thoughts, which uh, is why I doubt every thought now. <laughs> the, the key that Nick's making is that once you realize it, it's like this weird, like, I feel like nothing, but at the same time, I feel so peaceful. And that's what it's like when you come back to God. It's this counterintuitive, Peculiar feeling that you just really uh, I'm still trying to process it because the thoughts that you're thinking again are trying to pull you away from it So let's see. Let's let Nick finish this up
2: uh, It's a bad thing. I guess and and then it all flipped in that moment. I was like, wow, that's a beautiful thing it
0: really it's is. A, To
1: feel to realize you're nothing you're not important To feel that moment of nothingness is the perfect place to be it really is and don't grab something to feel. Don't run and put a headset on for music or play the video game. Don't, don't hate what you see that you're nothing.
2: It's those uh, thoughts that give you... Yeah. I realize is that those thoughts, are they give you confidence. So if you believe like a scripture, right? Yeah. You, know, you like stand on it, yeah. you feel confident. So it makes you, you know, walk into things more boldly. But when you don't have anything on your mind, you feel like you, you, you almost feel weak. But it's really not weakness. Yeah, but That's what the deception is.
1: And those scriptures give you a false sense of confidence. Because you read the Bible and learn the scriptures, they're going to fade away pretty soon. Right. And you're back to the nothingness. Now you got to grab for something else. But when it comes from within, and you feel like that nothingness, you're you okay with it because you accept, wow, I'm nothing. I am nothing.
0: So there's two two kind of key concepts there if when you think about our society we're highly connected and one thing i've noticed is that when we're in a peace not peaceful i guess just in a moment by ourselves there's this um, common action that a lot of fallen people do and it's that they try to fill that quietness that void with something you know so just kind of reflect on your own life like when you're alone in the car and the music's not working Uh, Many times people will try to start texting people while driving. It's not safe. You know, for some reason, though, we keep on doing that. I think Louis C.K. had a good joke about how many times when we're sitting alone by ourselves, we begin to panic. And I think his was about a woman who's instead of just driving and processing whatever is coming up from within, uh, we then begin to layer ourselves with different types of distractions, playing the music, going on a dating app, trying to look for approval, trying to stay busy. You know, many times if you go through a breakup uh, in a separate topic, you will then, many people will try to fulfill one void with another void. You know, when you're in that fallen state, you're just jumping from one physical thing to the next physical thing. And what JLP's talking about, what Nick's talking about, what Hake, what Joel are talking about is, once you sit in that quiet moment, and you're able to process it and realize whatever is coming up isn't you. It's, it's kind of like you're excising trauma. Some people call it an exorcism. I mean, I'm starting to to go down that route. Uh, you realize you are nothing and that's the perfect place where you want to be. So just don't forget to tell yourself that, that when you begin to believe the thoughts, they'll pull you away from that nothingness. And then as you begin to doubt the thoughts and really by default, believe the truth, That will lead you back to the light and lead you back to uh, the plan that God has for you. Life is really just like being a child again, but instead of having your normal parents, you know, perfect parents is the assumption, uh, instead of it being a physical parent, you actually have your real father, you know, God. He's watching out for you. He's got you covered, and the only time you really fall away from him is when you believe the thoughts that are in your head versus living in revelation, which is within so anyways those are two great clips that i love i wanted to share them with you and now i can hear the uh, transition music kicking in already so awesome we'll go to part number four which is covering the biblical question can't wait to talk to you then Okay, the last and final section. Welcome back to the Doubt Every Thought Podcast. I am Jacob. This is episode number three. This particular section, we're gonna be covering the biblical question. Now, no, this isn't a uh, trivia question, trying to figure out the facts about the Bible. I think that's pretty ridiculous, which a lot of uh, churches do. Instead, uh, the biblical question is coming from the church or the fellowship that I go to called Bond. Uh, It's run by Jesse Lee Peterson. He is awesome he is black and he is a killer I love him so one of the things that happens every week is that he asks us a biblical question and many times when you think about it like I was saying before biblical questions are about memorizing things you know they're about uh, trying to you know know how many people did Jesus save on a particular day or what happened to the sodomites in Sodom and Gomorrah or I don't know I'm just making up things what I like about Jesse's questions is that they're not really talking about biblical things. We're talking about spiritual things and the questions that he asks, he's not looking for a right or a wrong answer. He's looking for an answer that is your own and it's usually very simple. Usually it's either a yes and then you have your own personal reasons why, or it's a no and you have your own personal reasons why. And this kind of goes back to the idea of if you're in doubt, then don't do anything. Many times when he asks these questions to me, I actually generally say I don't know. But over time, I've I've begun to think for myself, and once I began to think for myself, I began to really see the answers clearly, and that's all he wants to do. Jesse's trying to point you back to God. He's not trying to be your God. So I highly recommend whenever you have these types of questions asked of you, really reflect on those things. You know, don't worry about the food you're going to eat, where you're going to sleep, how you're going to make money, what you're going to do. You should really think on these things I think that's like a biblical quote somewhere so with all that said the biblical question for this week that Jesse asked and I might be paraphrasing it is what does it mean to be yourself so think about it not with Satan's thoughts in your head but really just relax into it what does it mean to be yourself I thought it was a great great a great question I thought it was a great question that he asked You know, for me, what it means to be myself is it's the absence of sin. And it's the absence of being alienated from my father. So in reality, when I'm, like I said in the previous section, when I'm nothing, when I realize I'm nothing, when I realize I can't do anything, that's when I am myself. Because I'm not thinking about the future or the past. I'm not looking into uh, if I was right or wrong or worried about my future. Uh, I'm just living in the moment. I'm talking with friends. I'm helping people overcome their own stresses and trauma. And it comes naturally to me. And I find that when I'm not myself, when I am trying to jump through other people's hoops, when I am trying to engage with other people's feelings, you know, as the first clip showed you, that's when I'm not myself. Because then you're engaging with Satan. That <laughs> sounds a little, little judgmental, but... The spirit that's within someone else, when you are not yourself, you're, you've are you agreed to the Faustian deal that someone's giving you. They give you a false dichotomy where you can either be A or B, when in reality, the third answer could be, I don't know, or I don't care. It doesn't matter to me. You know, what matters to me is more spiritual than the physical. And again, it doesn't mean you're avoiding responsibility. Of course not. You know, these types of things, when you are yourself, it doesn't mean that you're gonna be hedonistic and live in the moment and just have sex out of wedlock and be gluttonous and have you know, huge parties and do drugs it doesn't mean that what you actually find is that as you become yourself you tend to shed all of these responses to trauma that you experienced as a child you know when you grew up as a kid you didn't need stimulus to be happy and fun but but once you've once you have accepted the judgment and you believe your thoughts you then try to counteract it with a stimulant or a depressant. You know, I, I love it when uh, Jesse has his uh, TV show, uh, which is Monday through Friday from 6 a.m. to 9 a.m. And it's on YouTube and DLive, just look for the Jesse Lee Peterson. So when he actually talks with people and he asks them like, hey, why do you smoke pot? You know, the, the people will say, well, it helps me calm down. You know, and the more I think about that, I'm saying he, he would always respond with something like, um, you know, why do you need to calm down? You know if you are perfect and you are a son of God you wouldn't need to have these stimulants you wouldn't need to be counteracting it with all this stress that you believe in and it kind of goes back to being yourself that when you are yourself you don't need to prove anything and kind of like how Joelle said you know once you kind of realize you don't know anything and you let go there's this weird powerless feeling But at the same time, you feel natural and you don't need to prepare for anything. Uh, Roy Masters talks about that too, where you don't need to prep for the future. You just need to be present and ready. And of course, be diligent. Of course, do your work. But you don't need to obsess. Because obsessing is that you're trying to control the future. And again, when you try to act like you're God, that's because you're believing your thoughts, which is coming from Satan. And you're just going to suffer and die. (laughs) So anyways, this has been the doubt every thought podcast. The, the whole question again is what does it mean to be yourself? I could be taking it in a certain way and maybe you see it in a different light. That's totally fine. The whole goal here is that you need to think for yourself. And that's all that matters because if you can think for yourself, you're an individual, you're following God's law and God will flow through you and bring love into this world, you know, and you're not gonna be fearful or afraid you know, you may overcome those things over time. You know, it's kind of like what Jesse said. He's been doing this for 30 years, but it's amazing how quickly things can shed away from your life. The more that you're able to doubt every thought, forgive your parents, and do the silent prayer morning and night. So again, I'm Jacob Rucker with the Doubt Every Thought Podcast. This has been episode number three. Thanks so much for listening. Uh, I really can't wait to do more of these and can't wait to get some more people on to talk about their experiences. So. Thanks so much, and I'll see you on episode four.